12 Sivan, Yud Bez Sivan, Tzadik, his praise, 389. The links with which the Rebbe's lessons are structured are literally like those used in building or weaving. He starts off by linking two things together. Next, he ties a third thing to the second using a number of strong links. The third thing he binds to a fourth, and so on. Then, usually, he goes back to bind all four things together. At first, they were not all linked with each other. The first was linked to the second, the second to the third, and the third to the fourth. But as yet, there was no link between the fourth and the first. However, his next stage is to bring a biblical verse, rabbinic dictum, or some other proof, so as to bind all four things together until the link is completely firm. He then goes back and starts binding a number of other things together and all of them together he then binds to the first structure. At first, these two holy structures are linked only insofar as one of the things in the second structure is attached to one of the things in the first. But afterwards, he goes back and shows how everything in each structure is bound with everything in the other. He puts out extension girders by which the third item in the first structure is bound to the fourth in the second structure and then to the second item in the third structure. Next, he works on the links between the second and third structures and so on until everything is bound together in a remarkable unity. The Rebbe himself discussed this whole subject in my presence the day after Yom Kippur 5571, 1810, seven days before his death. It would be valuable to extend this analysis by bringing examples from various lessons in order to enable the reader to understand a little of the methods of Lakutei Maharan. The Rebbe once explained to me that all his lessons are like entering a palace containing halls and chambers, anterooms and entrances, all of the most awesome beauty, with story upon story, each with its own unique style. No sooner do you enter a room and start examining it, wondering at the extraordinary novelty of the design, than you notice an amazing opening leading to another room. And so it goes on from one room to the next, then on to another story, each opening onto the next with entrances and windows, everything linked and bound to everything else with the profoundest wisdom and ultimate beauty. It is impossible to explain this in writing to anyone who has not yet begun to understand something of the depth of the Rebbe's words. Happy is the person who is worthy of tasting the pleasant sweetness of his deep and holy teachings. Wisdom. His Wisdom, 153. That Friday night was one of indescribable grace, beauty, holiness, awe, and joy. It is beyond our ability to put it into words. The skins of all the rams of Nevayot, Isaiah 67, Sibavakama 92a, would not suffice to record it. For then we saw God's wonderful salvation and awesome miracles. We could perceive how God always has mercy on His people. A state of hiddenness and concealment could turn to the highest yearning. At first, the Rebbe actually knew nothing, but this state of not knowing brought about a great revelation. We actually do not know anything of such matters. What the Rebbe called ignorance was a perception that plumbed the most profound depths and mysteries. He himself said, My not knowing is even more unique than my knowing. Even in the little that we could grasp, we saw awesome wonders that are beyond our power to describe. Above all, we saw God's salvation, for He had mercy on us and revealed such things that inspired and encouraged those who were present. Every word seemed to be addressed to each one of us personally, 
as if the Rebbe were speaking to each one in particular. We were able to use his words and inspire many others. God was with us here, too. The Rebbe's words still live and are an inspiration to many people. What can I say? His mercy upon us is great, and God is true forever. Psalms 117.2 The next day was Sunday, and I wrote down Friday night's lesson. I brought my manuscript to the Rebbe, and he grasped it feebly in his hands. The Rebbe was standing near the window and looking out. He was so weak that the manuscript slipped out of his hand and drifted out the window into the garden. I went and lifted the manuscript from the ground, returning it to the Rebbe. He looked at it and read from it beginning to end. The Rebbe then remarked, Was hast da Das What did you write? This is what I myself discussed. The words here are very deep. Editor's Note Look carefully at the lesson discussed here, Lekutei Moharan 2, 78, which begins with the verse, I prayed to God, Deuteronomy 3.23. You will be able to understand this entire account, and your soul will der- derive the everlasting pleasure. Book. Fear. A. 33. When a person is afraid, it is a sign that the Holy One has hidden his face from him, and that he has been beset by harsh judgments. 34. A person who does not confess his sins will be stricken with fear. B. 1. When a person is stricken with fear, he should know that some trouble has befallen one of his contemporaries. 2. A person will sometimes become frightened prior to receiving some good. 3. Anyone who flees from trouble is wise. 4. After a frightening dream at night, don't take to the road on the following day. 5. When a person's death is imminent, even if he is perfectly healthy and isn't aware of his fate, he will experience fear and say that his death is at hand. Kitzur Likutei Moharan 1. Lesson number 163. Four are obliged to give thanks. Brachot 54b. 1. As a result of the craving for food and drink, a person is unable to utter a single word before God. 2. Four are obliged to give thanks. Barachot 54b alludes to the various misfortunes that the soul experiences in the service of God. These four types correspond to they wandered in the wilderness, Psalms 107.4, a sick person, a prisoner, and they ascend heavenward and descend to the depths, Psalms 107.26, which corresponds to those who were at sea. The soul experiences pains, afflictions, great wanderings, and unnatural misfortunes. But God rescues it every time from all its troubles. And for this, we are obliged to give thanks always. Lesson number 164. 1. Some people come to the tzaddik, who is the doctor of sick souls, and they want the tzaddik to give them cures, that is, spiritual practices and pathways, in accordance with what they know. But in reality, the tzaddik has other precious and potent cures and correct pathways of a different sort by which he needs to guide these people so as to effect their true cure. Furthermore, sometimes it is not possible for the tzaddik to reveal to his patient the inner essence of the Torah teaching that is necessary for his cure, lest the Torah teaching turn into a deadly poison for the person, God forbid. Therefore, he must dress up for him the inner essence of the Torah in other different words of Torah. Other times, the patient cannot receive even this, and the tzaddik is obliged to dress up the Torah he wishes to impart in mundane tales so that the patient will be able to receive the proper cure. Lesson number 165 1. 
You should endure and accept with love all of the troubles and afflictions that come upon you, God forbid. For you ought to know that given your actions, God is still acting with great compassion toward you, since, considering your actions, you really deserve much, much more, God forbid. Lesson number 166 1. When people are in the presence of the tzaddik, he then has sovereignty. Lesson number 167 1. Know and believe that the Shabbat which a person spends in the presence of the true Torah scholar are equivalent to fasts. Rabbi Nachman's stories, the master of prayer. Then he brought them away from the wind. They began to cry out that there is a horrible stench. He once again brought them in the path of the wind, and when they smelled the delicious fragrance of the food, they again asked that he give them some. He again took them away from the wind, and they cried out that there was a very awful stench. Don't you see that there is nothing here with a vile odor, exclaimed the mighty warrior? The vile odor is coming from you yourselves. There is nothing else here that has a foul odor. He then gave them some of the food. As soon as they ate it, they began to throw away all their gold and silver. Each one dug himself a hole. Each person then buried himself in the hole out of great shame. As a result of tasting the food, the money smelled as vile as excrement. They tore at their faces and buried themselves, and could not lift their faces Rabbi at Nussin's all. Letters, Year 1, Letter number 171 My dear, beloved son, I feel terrible for you, because I know the good in your heart. But your worrying and anxiety so preoccupy you, and you keep putting things off until tomorrow. When are you going to do something for your eternal house? God should give you a long life but all our days will never be enough to accomplish and rectify what we must in this world. For the day is short and there is much work to do. You do not have to complete it, but you are not free to sit idle either. Just do everything that, it, it, that is in your power to do. Particularly with all the holy conversations we have had, you ought to be drawing inspiration, encouragement, and advice every day that will enable you to snatch all the true eternal good that you can each day. Be sure, in any case, to write me a letter and send it to me in Uman immediately. Tell me in detail about my wife and my son and daughter, may they live. Tell me how each one is doing and about everything that is going on there. I trust God that this is all for the good. For a person must know and believe that everything that happens to him is for the good. See the Kutei Moharan 1, 4. The words of your father, hoping to see you soon, Nasan, as above. Greetings to my very dear friend, our great and illustrious teacher, Reb Avram Dov Ber, may his light shine. My friend, Reb Avram Dov, may he live. I received your letters in Uman and in Kremenchug, and they really encouraged me. Even though you reported a lot of troubles to me, I applaud you for your letter, and especially for all the effort you have expended upon my behalf. On this merit, may God allow you to spend many good years devoting yourself to Torah and prayer. Amen. May it be his will. I already wrote above about how I am doing, and the rest you will infer for yourself. Thank God what I said was right. God will help us, save us, and protect us from them, and we will be worthy of returning to God and of truly drawing close to Him, for this is why we were created. The words of your true friend, your forbearer servant, who is ready to serve you as the Rebbe of blessed memory would wish, until the soul leaves me. God, who is good, will do what is necessary to finish everything well for me, for his sake, not for mine. Do not give honor to us, God, not to us, but give it to your name. Nussin, Nussin's Letters, above. Year 2, Letter number 419. 
The crucial thing is that you and I should merit to constantly receive and understand the profound advice and hints, the hands in the sea of wisdom, the Kutei Moharan 2, 7, 10, which are the holy original Torah teachings of our master, teacher, and Rebbe of holy sainted memory. For these are hints of great profundity, and they are meant for you too, my dear son. They address the person before the act and after, and deal with depart from evil as well as do good. For example, when a person needs to pray, but is assailed and buffeted on every side by impediments and extraneous thoughts, everyone is familiar with this phenomenon, and it is referred to in the lesson, The Depths Covered Them, Lakutia Moharan 1, 9, which explains that when a person stands up to pray, the klipot, the barriers, surround him, etc. The lesson also gives a sound piece of advice, that the person should endeavor at least to say the words of the prayers in truth, according to who he is, as is written there on the verse, make a window for the ark. Happy are the ears which hear words such as these, but the essence of this advice in its totality must be understood through subtle indications made with the hands which cannot be articulated. The same thing applies to the advice the Rebbe wrote on how to shake off the heaviness and downheartedness which prevent a person from praying with concentration and enthusiasm. This is the lesson Azamra, I will sing to God with the little that I have left, which teaches that a person must inspire himself with the tiniest of good points that still remain in him. This simply stated advice is highly beneficial for everyone, sweet to the soul and healing to the bone, and many souls have already been inspired by it. But there are many occasions when it is difficult for a person to inspire himself, even with this, unless God helps him understand the hints through which he signals the truth to every single person, no matter where he is, that God's affection is still upon him. Shabbat Shemot Rabbi Shmuel Bar Tanchum, Rabbi Shmuel Bar Chia, Rabbi Shmuel Bar Rav Chista, Rabbi Shmuel Bar Chia Bar Yehuda, Rabbi Shmuel Achua de Rav Berachia, Rabbi Shmuel Achua de Rav, Rabbi Shmuel Achua de Rav Nechemia, Rabbi Shmuel Achui de Rabbi Hoshaya, Rabbi Shmuel Bar Rabbi Yosei, Rabbi Shmuel Bar Rabbi de Rav Yosei Bar Bun. Rav Shmuel Bar Achitai, Rav Shmuel Bar Acha, Rav Shmuel Bar Bisna, Mar Shmuel, Rav Shmuel Bar Rav Katina, Rav Shmuel Bar Yaakov, Rav Shmuel Bar Sasartai, Rav Shmuel Ben Sutar, Rav Shmuel Di Sufafta, Rav Shmuel Bar Reder of Ika, Rav Shmuel Bar Avdimi, Rav Shmuel Bar Avin, Rav Shmuel Mituach, Rav Shmuel Bar Tzadok, Rav Shmuel Bar Bideri, Rav Shmuel Mizarkunya. Rabbi Shmuel Bar Gedalia, Rabbi Shmuel Bar Ada, Rav Shmuel Bar Kahana, Rabbi Shmuel Bar Yeva, Shmuel Midifta, Rav Shmuel Kaputkaa, Rabbi Shmuel Bar Chanina, Rabbi Shmuel Bar Chanania, Rav Shmuel Bar Zutra, Rav Shmuel Bar Zutar, Rav Shmuel Bar Natan, Rabbi Shmuel Bar Papa, Rav Shmuel Bar Shimi, Rabbi Shmuel Bar Chuva, Rabbi Shmuel Padgerita, Rabbi Shmuel Bar Zera, Rabbi Shmuel Bar Rebi, Rabbi Samla, Samla Shamei de Rabbi Yehuda Nesiya Ud Rabbi Yanai, Rabbi Samla de Kisrin, Rav Shaman Bar Abba Hakohen, Rav Shaman, Rav Shaman de Sichra, Shimon Hatzadik, Shimon ben Shetach, Rav Shimon ben Hillel Hazakin, Shimon ben Betera, Shimon Hapakuli, Shimon Ish Hamitzpa, Rabbi Shimon ben Netanel, Rabban Shimon ben Gamliel Hazakin, from the Ten Martyrs, Shimon Hatzanua, Rabbi Shimon ben Hasagan, Shimon Bar Kahana, Shimon Achi Azaria, Shimon Ha'am Suni, Shimon Hatimni, 
Rabbi Shimon ben Nanas, Rabbi Shimon ben Zoma, Shimon ben Aza, Rabbi Shimon ben Akashia, Shimon ben Antifras, Rabbi Shimon ben Luga, Rabbi Shimon Hashikmoni, Rabbi Shimon ben Gurion, Rabbi Shimon ben Chalafta, Shimon Sachni, Rabbi Shimon ben Tarfon, Rabbi Shimon Shizuri, Rabbi Shimon Demin Katstur, Rabbi Shimon ben Guda, Shimon ben Rabbi Prayers too. Prayer number five. Have compassion on us. Help us constrict our mindfulness with holiness. May we guard our mind carefully so that it will not extend beyond its border, heaven forbid. Even in holiness, may our mind not cause damage by going beyond its border. May we not seek that which is beyond us or investigate that which is concealed from us. May we gaze only at what we are permitted to with true, sharp, quick, pure mindfulness, a mindfulness that is proper, true, firm, and established, straight and faithful, in accordance with your good will. Help each and every Jew draw unto himself the holy constriction appropriate for his mindfulness, so that his mind will not cause damage by going beyond its border. Almighty God, your divinity suffices for every creature. Every creature from the highest to the lowest is limited in what it can take from your godliness, with a border around its mind beyond which it may not venture. Almighty God, be compassionate to us. Pour unto us the holiness of tefillin from the root of their being. Tefillin combined the shining of holy mindfulness with the holy constriction of the mind of each and every individual on his level, rising from the holy lowest places. You support the fallen. You revive the dead with vast compassion. Have compassion on us. Pour unto us the holy, pure words of the true tzaddikim who revive souls from the greatest to the smallest. Restore, revive, heal, and strengthen our terribly weak and depressed spirits. Among these souls have compassion, pity, and mercy on me. Restore, strengthen, and encourage my bitter soul. For my soul is bitter to me. Hashem, you who have known your servant, do not deliver your servant to the unscrupulous woman. Please, Hashem, I am your servant, your servant, the son of your maidservant. You have loosened my bands. Please help us, save us, revive us, restore our feeble soul with every type of delicacy that restores the soul with seven types of advice. Sustain me with flagons of wine, spread my bed with apples, for I am lovesick. Pour onto us the words of Hashem that are pure words, which are able to revive all of the fallen souls of your nation, the Jewish people, that fell to where they have fallen in different ways, fall after fall. Sustain them and support them. Elevate them step by step. Assist them and raise them up. Strengthen weak hands and support stumbling knees. Strengthen the weakness of their hands. Restore them with every type of delicacy that restores the soul. Your words raise the person who stumbles and you make buckling knees firm. May the verses be realized. Seven times the righteous man falls and rises. Hashem kills and gives life. He brings down to Sheol and raises up. He raises the poor man from the dust. He lifts the impoverished man from the ash heap. Raise us quickly from all of the disgraceful places into which we have fallen in these generations. I said, Hashem, be gracious to me. Heal my soul, for I sinned against you. May Hashem guard us and rescue us, and not deliver us into the hands of our enemies. Hashem, sustain us in our sick beds after you have erased our restfulness when we are ill. It is impossible to imagine anyone as sick, in pain and stricken as we, who suffer such blows to our soul in these times. 
from the sole of our feet to our head, there is nothing whole in us. We are filled with wounds, contusions, and lacerated sores. These wounds have been sprinkled, bandaged, and softened with oil, with remedies and drugs more expensive than gold and pearls, with which the true tzaddikim of previous generations healed us. These tzaddikim composed many holy books, all of whose words revived the soul, books filled with wondrous and awesome counsel and great inspiration on how to truly serve you. Yet despite that, we are not healed. Is there no balm in Gilad? Is there no physician there? Why then has the health of the daughter of my people not been restored? Have you indeed rejected Judah? Has your soul despised Zion? Why have you struck us and we have no remedy? We hope for peace, but there is no good, and for a time of healing, but behold, there is fright. You who have mercy on the poor, have mercy on our poverty. See our lowliness and the length of our exile. Bring me back and I will return, because you are my God. In your supernal holiness, revive us and raise us. Please restore us. Please revive us with your Torah and with your holy mitzvot. He restores my soul. He guides me in the paths of justice for the sake of his name. Even when I walk in the valley of the shadow of death, I will not fear evil, because you are with me. Your rod and staff comfort me. Master of the world, Master of the entire world, you know the bitterness of our soul, which is literally more bitter than death. The strength of the porter has collapsed, and who can bear that bitterness? Woe to us, because we are shattered. Teach us the way of the tree of life, which will sweeten the bitterness of the stormy waters that have grown so strong during this time at the end of days. Help us expel them and remove them from our midst now and forever. Sanctify us with your mitzvot and give us our portion in your Torah. The Torah of Hashem is perfect. It restores the soul, taking it from the way of death to the way of life. Will you not return and revive us so that your nation will rejoice in you? Certainly you will bring everything to an end that is in accordance with your will, as you have told us. For you are faithful, Hashem our God, and your words are faithful. Not a single one of your words will return empty. The way of God is perfect. The word of Hashem is refined. He is a shield to all who take refuge in Him. The words of Hashem are pure words, silver, refined from a cauldron onto the ground, filtered seven times. You, Hashem, guard good people. You protect a good person from an evil generation forever. Help us, for we rely on You. Hashem, God of hosts, bring us back. Illumine Your face, and we will be saved.